I am Ray Keating, and this is Free Enterprise in three minutes. This 136th episode is part three of our basics on the Federal Reserve, but we're actually getting into ideas that reach beyond the basics. The Federal Reserve, since the late summer of 2008, has expanded the monetary base, which is currency in circulation plus bank reserves, to an unprecedented level. For example, in August 2008, the monetary base stood at $868 billion. At the end of 2021, the monetary base registered $6.4 trillion. That was a breathtaking, previously unfathomable expansion. Meanwhile, until the start of 2021, inflation had been well under control, so questions have been raised about an expansive money supply generating inflation. That is, as the old saying goes, inflation resulting from too much money chasing too few goods. So, why did we not see inflation ignite from 2008 through 2020, despite the Fed's loose money? Five factors are worth noting. First, Starting in 2008 as well, the Fed was given the power to pay commercial banks interest on their reserves. Keep in mind that the bulk of the expansion in the monetary base came in bank reserves, which jumped from $46 billion in August 2008 to $4.2 trillion in December 2021. So, by setting the interest rate it pays to banks, the Fed can exert control over loans extended by banks. By lowering the interest rate, it pays banks, the Fed can encourage loans and expand the money supply, or it can raise the interest rate, encouraging fewer loans and reducing the money supply. Second, the use of the dollar for transactions outside the United States has long been considerable, but it has increased rather dramatically in recent years. In fact, one Fed study argued that at least a half of U.S. currency is held outside the country. Third, electronic payments have expanded incredibly, thereby replacing much of the use of checks and cash. Fourth, a demographic theory says that a shift to an older population means more individuals are net lenders. An increase in lenders versus borrowers means more loanable funds and lower interest rates. Low interest rates then would be less about loose money. Fifth, Low interest rates can reduce the velocity of money, that is, the rate at which money is exchanged. Now, the idea that an expansionary money supply is inflationary relies, in part, on velocity being constant. So, if velocity declines, then growth in the money supply would have less of an impact on prices, that is, on inflation. So, there's a lot to digest here, and it calls for further reading, quite frankly, and research by all of us. Thanks for listening. Like and follow us on Facebook at Free Enterprise Economics and on Twitter at Free Enterprise 7. And please subscribe to the Free Enterprise in 3 Minutes podcast. Take care and, hey, think more like an economist.